Coming up on today's Tea with Kenny P. Ken drinks peppermint and cacao tea as he brags about his new boots. Then he goes on another one of those therapeutical walks where he helps a lady overcome a strange addiction. New boots Ken. That's a weird flex but okay. Anyway, let's listen, shall we? To Jenny I bequeath a boot to the head. Ooh. And one for her wimpy husband, Chester. Is that all the thanks I get? No, there is more. Still, you are my sister, and since you've always admired my Rolls Royce... This is more like it. I bequeath another boot to the head. Ooh. And one more for the whip. <laughs> Hello, dear listener. How have you been? Good. Good. What's new with me? Oh, I've just been taking more walks. Remember what Bilbo said? It's a dangerous, dangerous business, business Frodo. Going out your door, you step onto the road, and if you don't keep your feet, there's no knowing where you might be swept off to. I've taken to getting my boots on first thing in the morning. That's after dealing with the dog and cat. I seem to think they ought to be my top priority. But then I get on my boots. I've got new boots that I quite like. They're a bit of a higher boot with laces, which I've always liked the idea of. But all those laces always seemed daunting to me. I've always liked the look of a well-worn, tightly laced pair of eight-hole docks, you know? Somehow, even though your, your shins are bound up tighter than an actress in a BBC costume drama, it looks comfortable, supportive, and I'll bet the way your skinny jeans smoothly slides down your boot top is really satisfying. But deep down, I've always known those boots weren't for me. All those laces, even when I was young, and bending wasn't such a chore. And, and also, I'm terrible with knots. I could never keep my laces tied to save my life. And typically, my relationship with lace-up shoes Starts with me attempting to put on and lace up my shoes like a normal person. Then I double knot it, then triple knot until I've got a gnarled shoelace ball holding together loosely enough that the the shoe can be easily slipped on and off like an old slipper. So what of these new boots, you ask? Have I finally become a big boy and learned to tie my laces? Are they Velcro straps? Are they those futuristic self-lacing shoes from 2015 that Marty McFly wears in Back to the Future? No, dear listener, these boots, alongside of each of the seven lace holes, is a zipper. Once laced and zipped, in my mind I look just like a young Joe Strummer. And these aren't actually Doc Martens, of course, and probably look nothing like them to the discerning eye. I try not to get caught up in brand names, dear listener, not... Not just because I'm poor and too old to care, but because brands are a tool our capitalist society uses to keep us feeling discontent. That said, I bought these at Mark's Work Warehouse. Just ask for the ones with the zipper. Anyway, more importantly, dear listener, is once I'm zipped up, I'm ready for that morning stroll. The first step to any journey is getting on your boots. 
whatever your metaphorical journey, dear listener, well, I, I hope you can find some metaphorical boots that work for you. One of my goals, like for the past five years or so, is to be more regular with my podcast release schedule. And lately, because I'm such a terrific person, I use my walks to help people with crippling social and mental disorders, which I exploit for the purposes of this podcast. But this is the tail end of 2020, dear listener. And who among us doesn't have crippling social and mental disorders by this point? And that's why I'm taking this little wellness break to enjoy a nice calming blend of peppermint cocoa in this tea my wife got me from ikea according to ikea dear listener this tea is a flavorful way to carve out moments of time for reflection and recovery to restore inner peace so relax unwind and let the soothing aromas embrace you and who of us couldn't use a little more of that i'm aware of the irony of reading ad copy shortly after casting aspersions on brands dear listener So if you find a cheaper or more convenient peppermint cocoa tea, you should buy that one. It's probably just as good. That said, this is Agented Tea. Hey, phone? Yes, Ken. Am I pronouncing that right? The name of the tea? Agented. 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 Which is Swedish for own time. Thanks, phone. You're welcome. Egented peppermint and cocoa tea. That's today's tea. I'm Bill Crago at Consolidated Electrodynamics Corporation for Clorets, the amazing breath remedy that stops bad breath in seconds. Consolidated engineers are testing the ability of Clorette's ingredients to absorb bad breath odors. They're using Titralog odor detectors, the type developed for the Army Chemical Warfare Service. The first machine is being fed powerful onion odor element, and the second, the same odor element with Clorette's ingredients added. Well, dear listener, the weather just doesn't know if it's going to stay winter or be a beautiful early fall, because... It's late November, and it's beautiful out. Well, let's open up the um, therapeutical walks phone line, shall we? Hello, caller. Hi. Welcome to therapeutical walks. What can I help you with? Hi, yes. My name is Bernice Collins, and I kind of have a, a silly problem. Um, but I'm addicted to mouthwash and, uh, and brushing my teeth. Well, I, well, I suppose it's hygienic, but I guess every, everything in, in moderation, you feel like you, you use too much mouthwash and you're brushing your teeth too much? Well, yes. Um, see, when I was a little girl, my friends and I were out playing by the river and there was a, um, a dead muskrat in the river and it was all swollen and bloated in the sun and, um, we... 
my friends were, were, were poking at it with sticks and, and it was dead. But I, I didn't like it because it was just nasty. And I was yelling at my friends, stop, stop. And they, they poked it and it burst. And I got warm, rancid muskrat juice in my mouth. And ever since, I haven't been able to go five minutes without using mouthwash or brushing my teeth. Excuse me a second. I see. And how has this affected your life? Well, I mean, it's difficult because... I, uh, there's not a lot of places to spit, you'll realize. And when you're using a lot of tooth, toothpaste, you'll always need um, some water with you to rinse out your mouth. And, you know, I, I don't know for sure, but I, I think my, my office mates, they're, they're talking me behind my back about here's, here's a little Debbie a mouthwash. That's oh, do I smell minty freshness? I I guess Debbie must be here, you know, stuff like that. Okay, all the the teeth tooth brushing is it is it a, affecting your your gums at all? Oh well, I've had my my gums replaced a long time ago with um with a uh, a certain type of dental putty. Uh, are you familiar with dental putty? Oh no, I'm I'm not, ma'am. Well, you see what they do every morning. I have to open up a new tub of dental putty and sculpt a uh, well. First, you roll up the dental putty like like a snake, like if you were going to make a a Play-Doh snake, and then you um, turn the snake into like a a horseshoe shape. And, and then you make yourself a new set of gums. So I've had to, I've had to do that ever since I was 18. So how old are you now, ma'am? I'm 47. So all these years you've been molding gums for yourself out of, what is it, uh, 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 like oral Play-Doh? No, no, it's dental putty. Does it taste salty? Like Play-Doh does? Wait. Well, a little bit, yes. Okay. Uh, is there any other ways that the um, Listerine and the um, toothpaste has affected you? Well, can I tell you, there's just, there's such a thing as too, too fresh breath, like... Your breath can be too fresh. So what 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 happens when your when your breath is is too fresh? Well, you you know that cool sensation when you you've had like um an extreme peppermint chill gum or some some such. Yeah. Well, that's like one tenth of the the amount of freshness I feel at any given moment. Wow. So. Excuse me a second. No problem. Um, so your breath always feels cold? Yeah, it's 
like you can you can see my breath even on a warm day it's it's that that frosty breath you can see that hmm that's interesting and when i'm in a like a small car with somebody they'll they'll say uh oh no turn up the heat because deborah's mouth breath is 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 working like like an air conditioner on on this in this car and i'm i'm freezing so then they they have to turn up the heat even in july how long ago was this incident you'll forgive me if i uh if i say something that triggers you here but how long ago was the incident with the, that muskrat juice well i was 17 and that was the year actually i got my braces out and i had i had a meeting with the orthodontist just two days after the incident. Ex excuse me a minute. So I'm at the orth I'm at the orthodontist. Is that what they they call the the doctor that does the braces? Orthodontist. Um. I, I think so, Bernice. I, you'd probably know better than me, so let's just say orthodontist. Well, Mr. Hakamoto, the orthodontist, he, he was examining my braces to see, okay, are, are, they, are they ready to come out? Because the appointment before, he said, well, Bernice, I, I think you're... Your braces are about, about ready to come out. Should be one one more one more follow up appointment, and and then we can get them out. So, he was he was looking at my braces. He didn't he he just had me open my mouth and and then his face. I mean he was wearing like the masks that orthodontists wear. You know, similar to the masks that we all wear nowadays with 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 the covid, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. But you can you can tell. You know how you can tell if someone's smiling under their mask? Yeah. Well, he was smiling and then I when I opened my mouth and he just looked in there for a second and, and his smile just was almost immediately gone and like his eyes were big concerned eyes you know and he looked at me and he he said bernice have you been eating dead muskrats and i didn't know this but apparently um muskrat hair is actually really bad for braces did you know that yeah actually i um i did i think i was i was reading um I was I, I I think I was reading a book about the the Kennedys and um, something about uh, Rosemary Kennedy and her braces and muskrat hair. I don't I don't remember the details. Well, yeah. So I don't know if Mr. Hakamoto had thought I had assumed I read that Kennedy book or whatever, but um, he was really upset. Excuse me a minute.
Bernice, I, I can. I think this is going to be a difficult one, but uh, you know what? I have an idea. I'm going to send you a package in the mail, and then maybe once the package arrives, we can do a follow-up. Would would that be okay? Yeah, story of my life. Just just one more follow-up. Well, I'll 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 send it uh, express mail. Okay. I'll just be here brushing my teeth and gargling mouthwash. Hi. Hi. Hi, Bernice. So, so you got the package? Yeah. Um, I, I haven't opened it yet. I, I wasn't sure if you wanted me to open it before, or no. That's that's great, actually. What? Why don't you you go ahead and open it now? Okay. It's a kind of a a heavy box. It's about the size of two shoe boxes stacked together, and I'm just um. Opening it here. Hmm. Seems to be a uh, a strange fruit or or vegetable of some kind, like a a spiky melon, perhaps, or or some sort of gourd. Bernice, that's that's a durian. I want you to go ahead and and cut that open. Okay. Oh. Oh, it smells horrible. It's like, it smells like someone filled their socks up with hot dogs and then ran a marathon. And then put the, and then put the sock in their, their glove box and, and parked out in the sun for a couple days. Okay. Now, Bernice, this is... This is actually going to be the hard part. I want you to to go ahead and uh, give that a try. You don't you don't mean eat it? Yeah, just a uh, just a piece. Well, I guess I could try. Hey, actually, you you want to know what? not half bad it's a little like um like a soft cheese in texture hmm it's not bad well just hang on a sec I'm just gonna brush my no now listen Bernice I don't want you to brush your teeth right now but I I want you to I still got that to hold on I still got that flavor of what do you call it the the durian. Yeah, yeah, durian. Durian? Yeah. Durian? Yeah. Still got that flavor of durian in my mouth. Maybe I could just use a little Listerine. No. Listen, Bernice. Put down the, the bottle of Listerine. Just... Now, um... Bernice. What was the, um... That actor you said you were a big fan of. Do you remember when when you were waiting for the package? We we emailed a little back and forth, and uh, you said you were a big fan of of a celebrity. Well, of course. And and who was that? Who was that celebrity that you were a big fan of? Well, it was TV's Kevin Sorbo, of course. Okay. 
people, Bernice. I've got a surprise for you. Television's Kevin Sorbo is currently at your front door. Oh, well, I just need to, to brush my teeth real quick. No, Bernice. I want you to meet Kevin Sor- Sorbo. He's, he's familiar with the fact that you've just eaten durian. And I promise he won't judge your, your smelly durian breath. I just can't. You're sure he knows? Yeah. In fact, I told him, and he said he, he rather likes durian. So, I, I mean, I wish I, wish I would have done my hair or something. I, I wish I had have known. Just, just go ahead and let him in there, Ber- Bernice. Hi. Oh, you must be Bernice. Hi. Television's Kevin Sorbo. Oh, my. Kevin Sorbo. Yeah. I, uh, I hear you, uh, have some, some durian that you're enjoying. Yes. Oh, oh, what an unexpected surprise. Well, come on in, Kevin Sorbo. Come in. Would you, would you like a coffee or, or tea? Oh, yeah, I wouldn't mind a... A cup of coffee, if if you've got it. Okay. And do you take uh, cream or sugar? Uh, one cream, two sugar, please. Of course, just like like in your in your movie. Oh, oh, you seen that? Yeah, the the movie where you you um you take your coffee with one cream and two sugar. Yeah, that's right. Listen, I I I've cut up um some durian there. It's on the coffee table. If you'd like to to have a piece. Oh, thank you, Bernice. Okay, I'll just I'll just brew up this coffee. I, I hope you like like Folgers. I listened in in silence as Bernice and Kevin Sorbo enjoyed some coffee and durian together. It's kind of hard to tell what Bernice is thinking, but to me, she she seemed to be in the moment. One thing I didn't hear was Bernice constantly excusing herself to go brush her teeth or gargle mouthwash. And she just seemed to be enjoying her moment with television's Kevin Sorbo. And even though they probably both reeked of durian, they were accepting of one another. I let them have their moment, and then after Kevin Sorbo left, I caught back up with Bernice. Later, later on, next spring, but uh, I really gotta run. I've gotta to meet with uh, some some certain TV head honchos about about a new uh, television show, <laughs> top secret and all that. Oh well, th- that sounds very exciting. Listen, I really appreciate you coming to visit me, Mr. Kevin Sorbo. Please just call me Kevin. I really appreciate. You coming to visit, Kevin. Listen, if you're ever in the area again, don't be a stranger, okay? Oh, you can count on it, Bernice. Okay, well, I I better run. See you around. So, Bernice, it's been three days now since you've met TV's Kevin Sorbo, and um, just wanted to see how you're holding up. Have you struggled with your, your addiction? Well, you know, it's interesting, Ken, because I... Of course, I do my my regular brush uh, morning and night, 
and I, I you know I've heard you're supposed to brush between meals as well yeah that's I would say that's that's a healthy thing you can do I I've been you, you between you me and the fence post um I've been skipping those between meals brushings and just doing the morning and night and I haven't been thinking about brushing during the day at all and with the mouthwash just just the once in the morning I I don't know how to explain it other than Kevin Sorbo is a, a wonderful magical man and you know now that we we've chatted a little on Facebook and stuff um you know I I he friended me and I friended him and I mean I think technically you could say the two of us are friends uh, I mean that's documented proof that you know the two of us are friends so you think without the magic of TV's Kevin Sorbo this would have just all fallen apart well I mean it wouldn't have worked there's no substitute for for star of film and television Kevin Sorbo now is there I guess not I just wonder I just wonder Bernice if you and Kevin were to go your separate ways as Facebook friends often do would you quickly relapse or is there a way that we could somehow I don't know find your inner Kevin Sorbo if that makes sense huh whoa you just you just blew my mind for a tea podcaster that was some real true honest to goodness insight there that I I hadn't even considered okay well let's suppose that Kevin Sorbo he's he's on on set of his latest movie a remake of the Tom Hanks movie um, Castaway and on the on the island where they're filming he gets hit on the head with a coconut oh oh my and then Kevin Sorbo passes out and he wakes up and he has amnesia he doesn't know any of his Facebook friends anymore and he looks at your your profile picture there Bernice and he doesn't recognize it oh no um ah just excuse me a second Bernice Bernice are you holding a toothbrush no I I just Bernice put down the toothbrush okay do you still have some of that durian still in your fridge Bernice yeah I I I have some I thought about um I thought about maybe freezing the rest of it um if it would freeze so I could always remember that magical day well I think you should get a piece now and just chomp that down okay I guess if even the worst were to happen to the wondrous Kevin Sorbo then at least we'd always have Durian. Yeah, and you know, Bernice, I was looking on on Amazon, and they actually have um, hard candies that are Durian flavored. Oh, this is on Amazon, you say? 
Is it deliverable by Prime? Um, I'd have to check, Bernice, but I think so. Oh, and that way you could carry those in your purse whenever, um, whenever you run into trouble. Oh my, I don't know what to say. Thank you for all you've done, Ken. When my sister told me I should get help and and maybe call a, a this tea podcaster guy, I I had no idea. I thought it was the the silliest thing she could have possibly said. But you've given me the the gift of of durian and the the wonderful friendship of Kevin Sorbo. I I don't know how how to repay you. Well, you could actually um subscribe to my podcast and um tell your friends and family that uh that uh, it's a good podcast to listen to oh well i mean it's a very i mean a lot of people they don't they they have very specific tastes for their their podcasts i i don't know if if your if your podcast is is right for everyone and and um when when my sister told me to call i I was listening to like some of your your weirder your the the weird ones you do and I uh yeah no I understand Bernice okay okay but 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 thanks for thanks for uh effectively uh, uh curing my my addiction oh yeah yeah no problem okay bye bye Bernice bye bye Ken boy he got he got really awkward there at the end. I... Thank you for listening to today's Tea with Kenny P. Please send your questions, thoughts, and feedback to Ken at todaysteawithkennyp.com or at Pelican on Twitter. If you like the show, give it a glowing review wherever you find podcasts. And better yet, recommend this show to a friend. Happy.